106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessing acceleration don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. I'm here with Steve from Geno's. Good morning. Good morning again. Good morning again. <laughs> yes. And I want to wish everybody out there a happy Father's Day for tomorrow and hope they have a good weekend. Um, John's off this week, so we'll be your host today. And if you have any questions, give us a call, 303-477-5600, or you can go to the text line, 307-200-8222. And we'd love to hear your calls, and we have one right now. So um, let's just go right to the phones. How you doing, Casey? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Thank you, you bet. I, uh, my home is in Akron, and I live in Denver. I work up here. Okay. okay. I, have, I have a 94 Sonoma pickup, and uh, it's an older one, and I cannot find someone that can help me out. And okay. uh, in this hot weather, when I come to a stop sign or stoplight, in that hot weather, it bucks on me, and it'll, it'll stall out. Okay. And I've taken it to uh, a couple places, and you know what? They're at the end. They don't know. And so I know I need to know someone up here that knows about GMCs and 94s that we can pinpoint that problem and get it fixed. That's what okay. I think. And that's a carbureted version? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's car- 94 carbureted. But is it carbureted or does it have the injectors in it? It has injectors. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a throttle oh, body injector. A throttle body. Yes, because okay. yeah. I have exactly I have a '95 G uh, Chevy. Yeah, but that might truck. have the Vortec. And that one has the carbureted, or not carbureted, but it has the uh, throttle body. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yes. and that is an issue I have with mine too. Is and it? I, I've dealt with it a little bit. So that's a V6 you have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And your solution? Still working oh. on it. Still working. <laughs> Still working on it. Mostly, mine's been fuel pump issues. Is what I've been having. I've rebuilt the injectors and done a lot of that stuff, and I, yeah. I'm still not getting a good fuel, especially when it gets hot. It uh, kind of does a little shaking, a little hard starting too. You know, the fuel's fuel's kind of boiling a little bit, and it's the uh-huh. pump. Uh, I, I believe the pump is cavitating, but the problem is it's a shop truck, so we don't really give a lot of effort to this one. But uh, and it doesn't happen, Casey. I'll bet you when it gets cooler out, right? No, it drives good in yeah. November, December, yeah. January. Yeah. Right. I just fought one of these. Two. I fought a '93. Okay. With this that bills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I remember you telling me you were yeah. rebuilding Bill's little deal. <laughs> yeah, and I had a heck of a time with that thing, and um, I don't know if I ever found the answer yet. Yeah. Still uh, working on that answer. Yeah. Uh, mine, mine seem to be fuel pump. Not, not a, a good enough fuel pump. But we can't get a decent fuel pump for that model that year because right. it's just old enough. And then also getting, uh, and you're just getting the the pump. You're not getting the whole assembly of what you're right. used to. Right. And so I'm concerned that we're we got some cracks or something in that line. You know, the metal part of the line going up through the um, sender and all. 
Yeah. So, well, um, but you're still you're looking for somebody in, in Akron or no, where? No, in Denver. No, in, no, in Denver up here. A couple places you know that know about GMCs. Okay, what part of Denver though? I'm right in the middle of it. Right. Oh. Right down by the Capitol, right there. Um, Arvada West. Arvada West. I was going to yeah. suggest, or you can go to to Tune Tech. Yeah. To Tune Tech out in Aurora, but Arvada West. Um, I was thinking they have a little bit more uh, of the old stuff. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Dorsey, yeah. Dorsey and Paula have worked with that quite a bit. Yeah. I think, that, I think that'd be a good choice. Can you get on the website and look at the Arvada West, Casey? I I, yep, I can. Yeah. yeah I can bring up the phone number too if you like. I appreciate it. Yes. Anybody else that you can think of for the moment? Anything besides Arvada West? And Tune Tech, I've already talked to him. Yeah. He said, no, he can't. He doesn't have the measurement devices that can tell. Yeah. And, it, it, and what, we're, what we're trying to do, we're trying to check fuel pressure at that. And it's tough. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, and then you're not getting a lot of good data out of this, out of the system either. So yeah. Because it, it doesn't give you, it's not like an onboard diagnosis, too, that where they can tell you it's only reading a couple of things um the only other one i mean in parker there's extreme that i used to own and there's a lot of good gm techs there but yeah but that's way in parker if you want to go there so uh the phone number for arvada west is 303-422-1065 all right i got it okay and i can give you extreme if you want them if you want to go all the way over to parker um no Arvada West would be close enough. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Give them a shot first and see what happens. All right. And Thanks let us know. Me. Okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. With that, we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. Let's go to Randy. How you doing, Randy? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, guys. Uh, I'm still out in the state there, but I'm still loyal to you guys because you guys are pretty smart. Pretty smart and oh. I like asking smart people smart questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's. I'm going to try and narrow this down without making a roundabout deal because I usually do. But I'll narrow it down to let's say front end alignment, suspension, shocks, what have you. Where I live right now, there's about a block in either direction that I can't get around. If I want to leave, I got to go through it. If I want to come home, I got to come back over it. Instead of putting up speed bumps or a speed limit sign, there's like slices in the road about every you know 25 feet or so. I don't know if they didn't fill them in or if they fill them in and the weather knocks it out and you got to wait for them to fix it or if it's because they want it that way because there's a college or school by us and there's old people, old retires, place stuff around here. But bottom line is, you know, when I drive over these things, you know, it's kind of like every 25 feet, ba-boom, you know, and then ba-boom. Well, I've talked to my mechanic when I've got front-end alignments and, uh, no, he said, you know, the vehicles are, take, are made to take a little bit of punishment. Sure. And it is a, and it is a little bit of punishment. And I am in a Jeep Cherokee. So, and I got new tires and new shocks, and I had to get a front end alignment. That's all good. But the point is, there's two sides to a coin. So your vehicle can take a little punishment. We agree on that. But you can't tell me for a minute that that's doing you any good. No. <laughs> no. It's I mean, exercising it's those ball joints and tie rod ends that you don't want to be exercised. Right. <laughs> So what am I, what, I mean, how, how am I supposed to take this? It's not the annoyance, it's just, I mean, I can go slow over them, you know, and try and do about 10. I see some people here, you know, they drive average, they're probably 15, 20, 25, and some people just fly over them. Is it sure. better to fly over them, take them as slow as I can, or what's, you know, I just put new tires <laughs> on and I just had new tie rods put on the vehicle, and the ball joints, I think, are original. So, I mean, 
do I cruise over them, take it slow, or just drive like a normal person, and it is what it is? I mean... Depends on, for me, it depends on if I'm running late or if I'm <laughs> yeah. I got to drive over them. Yeah. Yeah. I got to fly yeah. over it or if I'm, if I'm on time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, do, do you hurry, think slower the better? Um, okay, yeah. I, I don't need, I, you know, I got to do say here in Kansas where it's probably going to be my home now. Everybody here has been super nice. I haven't been flipped off yet. I haven't been honked at yet, but I, I bet if I start going five miles over <laughs> yeah. there, yeah. I'm at least going to have somebody on my butt like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Do you, uh, so, are you having problems with your suspension forward. right now, or not? No, no, that's the whole thing. I just, don't, and yeah. I'm one of them people. I just bought these new shocks. Well, you know, I'm making six, seven, eight years out of these shocks. If if you if the roads are nice, yeah, so, and and going slow know. would be better. To be honest with you, yeah. going slow through those to where you're you don't give your chance for your shock to go fully extension and stuff. Sure. Um, you know, I know that we live on a washboard roads out East and, and and they've been paving. So it's getting better, but people used to go really super fast and they, and, and you would smooth out because your tire didn't even have a chance to go down. Right. But that's pretty fast. That's like driving, like, yeah, being from Colorado, you probably know Rampart Range. Sure. Right. Yep. Well, after a couple of trips on that, I refuse to drive down that road because you chance, like you said, your tire doesn't have a chance to come down and hit another one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like. And my teeth are going to fall out of my mouth here. Well, Duke's there's a, a certain point kind of jumping, out east you know? <laughs> if we had those washboards too, but people drove so fast. There's a point where you got, you're going so fast, you were going over it, it was just smoothed out. Sure. You didn't right, have that. <laughs> yeah. But that was pretty fast. And if you hit something wrong, oh, yeah. you were sideways yeah, and, and upside down in the ditch, you know? Yeah. Right. And, and then you're getting a ticket because you were going excessively fast. Right. And I, I, you know, I, I tried that when I was on the, in the rampart. I tried it out, tried it out in Moab too, and I almost ended up, you know, looking down at the edge of a. Yeah, like, that's you didn't what happens. Want to go down there. Yeah. But <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I guess I guess slower. I mean, seems to make more better sense. But I just didn't want to start pissing people off. I'm doing well, about ten miles an hour. I, and I think if, if, it's, if it's upsetting people, they need to call the government and have them fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. call yeah. the county and say you need to fix this road. Well, that's people, you know. I'm, I'm hoping maybe that they come in and put more. You know, they do the black stuff before yeah. the, they sweep. They sweep your parking lot, then they put the black stuff all over, and then they come in and tire over. Right. Sure. So I'm hoping they come in and do this, or did they do it on purpose for to slow you down for the old folks in school? I, sure. I, I, do you ever call the county and or the city or whoever it is that is in control of that and give them a call and just say, "Hey, can you guys fix this road?" Or do you want to? Or do you want me to send my alignment bills to you? <laughs> Because that's well, what yeah, people do out east where we live. People do, you know, there's a, you know, they paved the roads and now all of a sudden there'll be a big chunk missing because the water got in there, froze, and then popped it out because it froze. And yeah, then, see, that's the whole thing. When I was in Georgia or Florida or traveling through there, I mean, those roads are picture perfect like they just built them yesterday. You can't ask for a better scenario. Well, yeah, because they don't have the extreme weathers that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They get that hot cold stuff here. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, I'm ready to go out and fill it out myself, but I'm not sure. This guy's out here filling these cracks with uh, sand or you know, asphalt. <laughs> and I'm going to get in trouble, and I wasted a lot of money doing it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd call the county and say, you know, you guys need to fix this. So, mm-hmm. all right. All right. You guys have a great day. You right. too. Thanks, Randy. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. 
Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Walk out of Al Smith's office feeling great about your retirement plan. Think about how you feel after talking to your current financial advisor, worried that you might run out of money, uncertain about whether or not you've saved enough, confused about what sort of budget you'll have in retirement. Al Smith, founder of Golden Eagle Financial, will help you strategize so the money you've already saved will meet your future goals. Tell Al Smith how much you currently have in your 401k or IRA. He will show you how to make that money last. Reinvesting your nest egg into alternative tax-free accounts will preserve your wealth for the future. You've done well setting money aside all those years. Now you just need to know the next step. Find out how your years of saving will fit into your retirement plan. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com money.
Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. I got Steve here with me from Geno's, and I'm Dennis Brewster. And I was just showing Steve a book I got when I was um, learning to work on Datsuns. <laughs> and it's a carburetor book. And Larry was looking at it and saying, you know, most people wouldn't even know what that is. Yep. But um, it had like the, it had a worksheet, overhaul worksheet in there. Oh, really? Yeah, and you put down your jet sizes and stuff when you're taking the carburetor apart. And uh, How interesting. Yeah. I mean, it shows you everything, no. how to rebuild a carburetor um, back then. A Hitachi carburetor. Hitachi, yeah. Yeah, because that's what was Nissan's and Datsun's. And I, I love doing those carburetor. Did you? Did you? Yeah, we did. I did a few Volkswagens, but you didn't like them. No. Uh, mm-hmm. When I started with Volkswagen, working on the Volkswagens, they were CIS. Okay. I know that the yeah. continuous injection spray, whatever. Yeah. CSI or whatever it is. Um, and I um, so I learned mostly on that. But we did a few. Yeah. You know the old bug carburetors. They those weren't really really anything major. But the best invention ever was uh, was fuel injection. Right. And so. <laughs> Casey called in and he was talking. We were saying there was a throttle body in there. Yes. Uh, or it has a throttle body. It means it has two injectors, one for primary and one for secondary. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that right? Or am I wrong? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And then they spray. Sure. The injector sprays in place of the jet. Sure. And Absolutely. Yeah, it just sprays. I didn't, I didn't think they were a primary. I thought they were both equal. Um, I thought there was a second. I thought when you're, you know, like if you're looking at it, one is working and the other one is not until you open it up. Okay. And then, but that. Those early days, they were just basically hybrid. Yeah, they were. Hy- hybrid carburetors. <laughs> and it could have been either one. I mean, hybrid isn't in a, in a, in not in a car. But. And maybe I'm thinking of the Nissans, they did it that way. Nissan always did it differently. Yeah. They still do. They, and they did a, one was <laughs> a primary and one was a secondary, I want to say. But. Um, and you know, oh, I wanted to make sure you have our question of the day out there. Yeah, well, I I just put down dad memories. Dad memories. What's your best dad memory? Dad memory. Yeah, um, you know, like if you took a vacation with them, where you went, what you did with them. Sure. Yeah. Anything for you? Uh, I don't have a lot. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. uh, this is probably let's see, forty-seven years since my dad's passed. Forty-seven, oh, wow. forty-eight. <laughs> so wow. it's been a while for me. Yeah. You were <laughs> I, pretty young when he passed. That was ten. Oh wow! So I don't have I have I have some yeah I have, I have quite a few but yeah, yeah. That, but as you get older you forget yeah <laughs> just, what did he do for a living he was an auto mechanic oh yeah an see? auto shop so it, no it didn't go far yeah um, he actually never wanted us to become a mechanic he thought it was too hard to work and it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't want the young kids to hear that now but <laughs> yeah. but uh, he didn't want us to do that well but, what uh, isn't what isn't hard yeah you know um, you know everything's hard everything has its challenge yep you know oh. um. Pulling wire and stuff oh, for an electrician, know. that's hard. No. M- I, I, messing with electricity is tough. I wouldn't want to. Uh. No. But, you know, I love the the part about cars now is, is and it always was, it, you know, they got a, a bad rap back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of mental, a, a lot of physical. It, you're, you have to be a lot of different things. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting, you know, because we do that fix-it show, but. You know, there's a lot of automotive stuff in there. You know, the automotive tends to give us a lot of good, well-rounded stuff that we can take and use in our homes. And, right. And we're not afraid to do things and right. take things apart and figure right. them out. 
Um, That's why we do the fix it radio. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's really not that far away, you know. No. And, and it's not unusual for me to take something apart at the house and figure it out. Oh, okay, that's what. Yeah. That's why that's leaking. Yeah. You know, you're talking about the faucet. Right. I had a faucet leaking and those kind of things. Right. So. You know, I used I take um I had a um, what is it called CFI, the. Oh, CLR maybe. No, well, you know uh, your outlet. Oh your, yeah, GFI. 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 Yeah, and GFI. I had a GFI that kept popping in my. One of my GFIs kept popping. I kept having to reset it, so I replaced it. Okay. And it's fixed it, right? Okay. So now I've taken apart the piece to see okay. why. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, to look at it and stuff. And like you say, we take everything apart. We take it apart, look at it. Yeah, to see how, why does it work and yeah. why is it failing and, yeah. Um, I think there's a, you know, we learned there was a, f- there's an inherent fear of taking something apart. And in the automotive we couldn't have that. No, you can't. You can't you have, have to that. Take it you up. you have to get it apart, get in there, and see what's going on. Right. And and why? You know, yeah. why is it leaking, or why is there a rattle here? You right. need to move that. You got to get something off of there. It's funny. My lawnmower. <laughs> I have a riding lawnmower for the tiniest yard in the world, but anyway, but it was run, wasn't running running right last night, mainly because I ran it out of gas. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you know, I had to suck up some kind of grass that yeah. got into the tank. Dirt, so, yeah. so I already knew what it was. A miller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something in there. So, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, lines off. But I'm trying to get stuff taken apart, getting the seat off, you know. And, and I'm, you know, we're n- I'm not afraid to do it and getting lines off. And eventually it worked its way out. Yeah. It got the little chunk of grass or dirt or whatever was in there in that needle and seat, which, I, you know, we yeah. knew from carburetors that it was yeah. goofed up. Let me just give the phone number out, and then I'm going to tell you mine. 303-477-5600. We have two lines open. Give us a call. Um, one of the things I had was I had uh, one of my mowers wasn't starting and running, wouldn't okay. run, that I set over winter. And I opened it up, and I looked down the gas, and there's a miller in there. Really? He had and a miller in there. <laughs> how did a miller get in the gas can? It must have got in the gas can or something Oh, I see. if I had it open. I don't know. And then we poured it in. But I don't know how he got down in there. So he was in the throttle body. He was in no. He was in. The, he was in the gas tank, and right where it goes down, it's trying oh. to suck him through the line, oh, and so he's he plugging was it up. Him. Yeah, he's pinching it off. Like yeah. How so funny. I just. It was kind of cool as I was able to get um, a screwdriver, uh-huh. and I just kind of pushed him out of the way, <laughs> and I was able to. I was just lucky enough just to scoop him up out with the screwdriver, a big flat blade. <laughs> but it's the funniest thing. How did a miller get in there? Sure. You never know what's blocking it, you know. Sorry. And do you notice that um, the even with all the new additives and everything they're doing with fuels, we still have the gumming happen to carburetors? Have you seen a lot? Or, well, because you No, no. Actually, no. You, but we you still, don't have the a throttle lot. bodies still get gummed up. And we still, yeah. we uh, even though you know, you're trying to clean, get down and clean the injectors, part of that whole process is still spraying the throttle body. Of some kind, because there's always stuff on the back of the butterfly. Yeah. And there's stuff that's getting on the uh, mass air. It still gets gummy. Still gets a little bit of stuff on there. I think as long as we have fuel, it's still going to be doing that. It's coming back through. Some of it's the, you know, the oil vapor stuff that's coming back through and getting on things. But uh, in general, we still deal with, you know, honestly, it's funny how things, you know, the more they change, still they stay stay the same. You know, we're still dealing with gumming. Well, yeah, because uh, back in 75, when Nissan first came out, they did a, um, it was Datsun, actually. Mm-hmm. They came out and they started doing injectors. Sure. Right? And that was the first part of the 240s and 260s yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. 280s. It turned out to be 280s, and they 280s. were doing, the 260s had carburetors, 280s had fuel injection. Sure. And, you know, after they were out for a while, they were starting to gum up. Okay. So we found out a way to clean them. Right. right? So we're doing running cleaners through them and stuff. And, man, it just would make it run like new again. And sometimes it depended on the injector. If it had a white, 
if it was white around the injector, you had to replace them to the green ones. Oh, okay. Because the, the, the seat would go off to the right and off to the left, off to the side. And so it couldn't seal, so it would drip, and then it would flood. Oh, sure. Yeah, it would yeah. run really bad. And if the spray isn't just nice and smooth and mixing with the oxygen right, it would cause it to run rough. Oh, sure, right? sure. So, you know, here we are now this year's, n- n- the newer cars do the same thing. Same thing, yeah. Yeah. We're dealing with a little bit more of the, you know, more of the carbon built up on the back of the valve still. Well, we had carbon building up back yeah. then. That's yeah. what, you know, because, yeah. It would just it would just get stuck on the back of the valve, right. and then when the spray would come in, it would actually absorb in there like a sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the same thing that was happening back I in the seventies. Remember, 70s. We, we used to have the emissions failures because of it. Yes, you know, and we we had to decarbonate or you know get all that off there. But we're right. still still doing things. It's a little bit of a different carbon that we're getting now, but it's still basically the same thing. We're getting stuff on the back of the valves that we don't want and we don't need that are causing us running problems. And, and from what I understand, you're using a, a walnut blaster. They're getting those out again? They're getting back out, and they were back out. They were in the 80s. I remember they yep. were first coming out then. Yep. Um, they are still having to do that a little bit. But yeah, we know, got they, paid be, under warranty to do, do those. <laughs> but the, you know, the, BG, the BGEPR helps quite a bit with that, and then also obviously the— uh, Preventive. Yeah, the preventive stuff. And then they have that fuel inject, the fuel treatment that we do, and those both work very, very well. Yes. Putting in a mi- fine mist in there, breaking that stuff down. And actually there's a— actually a machine that we put on that actually accelerates the pedal oh. run it through the obd2 uh-huh. and you hook up air shop air to it and then it revs the gas up um every i think it's like 45 seconds or so mm-hmm. revs it up three times does that so you can kind of go walk away and let it do its thing and it'll you know continue to spray because it does take 45 minutes easy maybe hmm. an hour to get you know because it's such a fine mist right and it's got it it takes that much time to 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 break all that stuff down and get it out of the system and it, it's just uh but that stuff is rock rock hard it's tough oh i know it, it's I know. hard it's it's hard to get off there <laughs> yeah you could scrape it wire brush it and it's, it, it's tough and we're dealing with you know like uh timing chains that are that are jumping teeth because of it because well, sticking yep. a valve open and things like that let's so, hold that thought and we'll okay. talk more about that in a minute we'll, we're going to take a quick break you're listening to steve from geno's and dennis brewster uh, you're listening on klz 560 Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise. They charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe a known Nissan failure they have seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick, experienced problem-solving. klzradio.com extreme. 
If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, we're back. As we say we, Steve from Geno's and, and Dennis here. And then we got Larry behind the glass. Answering your phones, if you call in, 303-477-5600, and we got Charlie, our engineer, here. Um, you can also text us, 307-200-8222, and if you have any questions. And, you know, sometimes people might not have a um, – might not want to talk on oh, the radio. On, on the radio. Sure, sure. That's fine. You can just tell Larry your question, and he'll, re he'll get it over to us. Um, you know, and, and stuff. We were just talking about gumming up of the of the injector, you know, of the injectors and the fuel system and everything. Sure. And, and you that. mentioned the valves. I had a serious one. Well, I didn't. The technician next to me did. One time, it kept coming back in because it gummed up in the valves, and they would stick, and then it would break the chain because it would stay open. Sure, it wouldn't go down. And we literally he took the head apart and had to clean the guides. That was, they were so full. So full of, of tar, you hmm. know, and, and that's starting to happen again. Yes. Yes. We dealt with that with the Volkswagen that we had last summer. Very same thing where it just gummed up so bad that um, they bent the timing chains. And the, and the timing chains on the newer cars are not as robust as they did. No. As, as they're thinner. They're thinner. They're, yeah. They've got quite a few more teeth. Yeah. So it, it does have, I see it's easier to skip. Yes. <laughs> I don't say they all skip that yeah. way, but they and are. And the gears a are a little softer, too. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, lot of things that are a little different. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think it's probably still better than a timing belt, but right. um, it's not that much better. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, especially if they can jump. You know, right. That was the whole point, not having to, to replace them. Yeah, the old timing chains were, like, thick. Like uh, your bike chain. Yeah, like a bike. I was going like to say a bike, bike chain. chain. Yeah. 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 But now they're, like, half of that bike chain. And a, a little bit thinner. Yes. They're the the yeah. And they've got four or five of them instead of just one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They have to. Yeah. Uh, I, the Volkswagen I was talking about, I think I had three. Yeah. 
And if one breaks, they're all going to. Well, you know, like one's a balance, and one's yeah. an, an, this. And, and it and, seems like if one goes out, the others take out yeah. the others, and then the, and then what happens? You get the metal down in there, and then it's going to be. You got to get that all out. Mess. You got to flush it. And, yeah, it's because yeah, metal goes, it stays. It doesn't go away. Yeah. So, yeah. what about um the the Chevys and the GM products? Um, they have the four cylinder. Okay. Um, you're driving down the road. You got a V8, and then it knocks it down. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. My truck is that way. Yeah. Um, uh, active fuel management, I think they call it, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Ken was telling me he's run into a lot of problems with those, and I've had a couple people call me and say, "Dennis, my engine seized up. I don't know what's going on." And mm-hmm. uh, we've had we've had a little bit. Um, I think the most it, it, again, it comes back to the most critical thing on those is oil change. Yeah. And the right oil. Right. And we need it, and basically the way it's deactivating those cylinders is using oil pressure yeah. to shut off the lifters, and and so if we're, you know, if we don't have good oil, good oil pressure, all those things are causing those problems. And so yes, they're actually uh, uh, some of the manufacturers, even when you go to replace that engine, are giving an option where they have that part is deleted, so right. it doesn't run that active fuel management. Well, there's a val- or a, t- a tool I bought that Steve told me about, or that uh, Ken told Ken told me to buy a Rankin. Uh huh. And I put that in, plug it in, and it knocks out the oh, does it? four cylinder. Yeah. Okay, still oh. get good mileage. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I it works. Well, mine's been working fine, but I keep up on that oil change. <laughs> well, and mine seems to be working fine too. But uh, let's go to the phones. Troy from Thornton, how you doing? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. good. Thanks for calling in. I have a well. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I have a question that ties into the last question that was asked last week on your show, and it was um, a fellow was talking about the regen on his pickup, and I have a 2010 Ram that I bought used years ago, uh-huh. and I've never made right now. It's still at less than sixty thousand miles. Oh goodness! And I've never it's never ran through a regen since I've owned it, and you guys were talking about that. BG has some kind of a product that you can run through the exhaust filter to clean it out if it needs it, or I'm just kind of concerned since I've owned it, I've never done a regen. What might possibly be going on in there? So, uh, it, so there's a fuel treatment that BG is coming out that has, or BG has that helps to clean the diesels like the gas. I don't, I don't personally work on a lot of diesels, so my experience isn't that great. But I know that they have just as many products uh, on the diesel side as they do the gas side. Um, and I know that they can, uh, they'll actually have something that I, I, I'm assuming they're putting it in the fuel filter and running it that way. Is that, is that, do you know, Dennis or? Yeah, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I, w- I would have to do a little bit more research on an, on an, uh, but that's, a, uh, they basically have the same kind of stuff that'll help clean out that diesel stuff. And I, I think it's a good idea, especially with something that low of mileage and been around. I think that's, you know, it's, it's a good idea to get that gummed up stuff because diesel fuel I think what I would do is get that looked at, though, because um, uh-huh. it should be regenning. And yeah. if it isn't, that's that would throw a concern for me. I would just have someone double-check it. I mean, maybe it hasn't needed it, but I would – I don't know. It doesn't sound like it sh- – yeah. it sounds like it shouldn't still need that. Yeah. Well, every time I've used it, you know, I've got it pretty hot. I tow a boat or I tow a fifth wheel with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the rest of the time it just sets. And, you know – I Never really had any issues with it, but I'm just kind of concerned, you know, the issue that might be around the corner. <laughs> you know, sure. I don't want to pay $3,000 for a new exhaust filter. If I have right. Sure, sure. There's a BG245 yeah. that's the cleaner. Uh, it's mm-hmm. BG245 Premium Diesel Fuel System Cleaner. Okay. All right. Yeah. And that gets in there, and it gets the cat hot enough to 
spread all that out, even if, if if it needs it or if it doesn't need it. I, you know, I'm just kind of, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate the call. I would still try to get it into a shop just to have them check it to make sure everything's good. And is that a Paul and Dorsey thing? Are they a diesel guys? I think they can do diesel. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm over at Norton ever since Larry closed down a shop. You know, there's nobody nearby. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have much. to go to Arvada. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've worked with them before. They're really good people. Yeah. yeah. They are. Yeah, I would take okay. it over to them just to check it to make sure it's doing okay as far as the regening and stuff. And then uh, maybe they can they can probably do that service for you too, do a diesel clean. Mm-hmm. I know that yeah. even though it has low mileage and it's a 2010, mm-hmm. it doesn't right. hurt to do the cleaning because you, you'll be surprised what's built up in there. Sure. And I know we used to, yeah. I I'm, was from Parker. I owned a shop in Parker, and they, man, when we would do it, the people would call back up and say, I don't know what you did to my truck, but my gosh, this is like brand new. Good. And it's it, running great. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank All right. you. All right. With that, we got three lines open 303 477 5600. We got any car, truck, or anything, even lawnmowers and tractors we work on. Um, Anything you have about questions, and also, if you have a dad memory, please give us a call about a dad memory, something that's going on, or some favorite thing you remember about your dad, or anything. And, some, uh, some good advice. We are, On the earlier show, we had some yes. good advice things from a dad, and, uh, and from Will Rogers. Yes. Roy, Roy, yeah, Roy Rogers. No, Will Rogers. Roy Rogers. Yeah. Roy Rogers was a cowboy. Yeah. Will Rogers was the uh, comedian, and also the Napa guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's not the same person. But no. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't want to say it again. But be careful where you use the restroom. Yes, <laughs> by on electric, the electric fence. fence yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, just give us a call three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, as we were talking about the gumming, mm-hmm. um, there is stuff you could put in the trucks and stuff to to help. Oh, sure, the 44K for, like, the gas. Yeah, and do that every once, but not every tank full, but every other tank or every third or something. Something like that. If you're getting on the highway and you're going to go on a long trip, that's a great time to put it in. That'll just clean all that out there. As you're driving down the highway, you know, to be cleaning. And and doing all that stuff. Yeah. I agree. That'd that'd be helpful. But, you know, it just shows you that cars are going to need maintenance no matter how new or old they are. Sure. Yeah, they still take the same amount of maintenance. Yeah. I know, you know, we were talking about the gentleman with the diesel there. He was just calling, you know, even though it didn't have very many miles, you know, it, it's going to get gummed up. And yeah. just sitting is just as bad in a lot of ways yeah. as driven. Right. Well, what we'll do, they're, they're keying up a, a phone call. What we could do is go ahead and go to break. Okay. And uh, we'll take a break. So, Mickey, hang in there. We'll, we'll take a quick break. You'll be right back. You're listening to Dry Radio on KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. As the inventor of windshield repair, Novus Auto Glass saves you money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at a repair by acting fast. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack irreparable. 
For KLZ listeners only, Novus will send you a packet of protective windshield stickers for free. Little pieces of specially designed tape to cover any chips or cracks as soon as they appear, like a bandage for your glass. Request your free windshield patches now at klzradio.com forward slash glass. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. klzradio.com forward slash glass. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it with RoofMax. The cost of asphalt roofing products has already gone up 20% and will likely go up another 20 to 25% this summer. To make matters worse, it's getting harder to find quality contractors, which means the cost of labor has gone up recently. As roof replacements become more and more expensive, roofing companies will start passing along that cost to their customers. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85% by adding years of performance to your asphalt roofing. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last up to 15 years longer. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Okay, we're back listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Steve here from... Gino's, and he's going to answer any of the questions you've got. He's got all the answers. <laughs> yeah, let's go right to the phones. Mickey, thank you for holding on. I didn't want to cut you short because we had to go to a break, so now we can talk as long as we need you to. So go ahead, Mickey. Okay, I've got one for the Fix-It Radio. First. Okay. Uh, the log cabin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my dad built a log cabin back in the early 90s, and some of the wood hadn't cured all the way yet, so things started to warp and twist. Right. And he'd use wood for the foundation jacks. So what he did was he had steel jacks, and he still had plenty of wood, so he just added them. He only added a couple more, 
because the floor was sagging. But he disguised the floor, the steel floor jacks, with a wood surround. Oh, so oh yeah, that's a All great right. idea. Just kind of notched it or whatever. And... You have to groove it around. Sure. If it's round or whatever it is, yeah. What yeah. he just took. Uh, all the floor jacks are only about two inches in diameter. Right. So we just took four-inch boards and put them around. together. Yeah. Looked good. Look good. I don't think it's going. To, the guy with the cabin's going to have trouble matching up the wood, but yeah, yeah, he might be able to find an old barn that's got eight by eight beams that he could hog out the you know cut one length down the middle and hog out the middle. Sure, sure, and just kind of that's a, a great idea. I like that. Yeah, because it. I mean, everything's still warp, but that way he could change where the warp was occurring. Right, right. So like it. it worked out pretty good for him. The other part, the only other problem he had was the northeast corner started to rot almost immediately. But that was up in New York where things waste all the time. Right. Oh, sure. Right. Anyway, second, the guy with the GMC Sonoma. Yeah. Well, I had I got a ninety. I had a ninety-five, mm-hmm. and all you know, the guy left all his receipts behind, and they were all from Seven Eleven gas. I mean, this would stutter and stall every time you had a stoplight. It didn't matter if it was hot or cold. So I switched over to Shell, got it to clean up some, got a little better. Then I hit it with 44K, and it just perked right up. Good. All the problem went away. So he might, the Sonoma guy might want to try some 44K or... Sure, a little 44K and, 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 and top your gas. Yeah. All right. So that, 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 gas. that makes sense, though. Sometimes we we miss the obvious, the easy well, stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's not it's not be, firing right. You know, it needs good fuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basic well, stuff. And the that, that those throttle body injectors are pretty big, so they once they start getting clumped up, they get clumped up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that'd clean them up enough. So. He'd be back to happy again. I didn't hear how many miles he had on it. Yeah, I didn't either. No, and I didn't write that but down. Either. I think this is pretty common with the six cylinders from '93 to '95. So yeah, yeah. Until they went to OBD two, where you could see what was going on. Right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, no, it's even earlier than that. They started that system back in the no '85. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had the OBD one. Yeah. And they were yeah, you know, all they, the OBD ones. Yeah, they had that. Uh, the V six is more. I don't know what. Well, they used the diff, uh, the V six throttle body is a little bit bigger than the one they used on the two point eight. Okay, right. So, and that was a handy switch to put on. It was to grab a V six throttle and stick it on a two point eight. That woke them up pretty yeah, good too. Got them going, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that the, would because those was, those were temperamental. The the two point eights that were in the ninety threes were very temperamental. Yep. 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 So if you stuck a four point three throttle body on all the the computer aligned, it was the same rate, and it adjusted itself back to where you got some good airflow. So it hmm. tended to wake up the two point eights pretty good too. Oh, hmm. Never heard. I good heard to of know. That. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. All right. Yep. A little bit more air makes a whole lot of difference. Air, it does. Air fuel, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Right. Have a good day now. Right. You hey, too. Hey. Thanks. All right.
We got two lines open, 303-477-5600, and we got George. He's got a dad story. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Good. You hear me okay? I got one of these uh, little microphones, you know, that dangle down in front of your mouth. So. Yeah, no, no we hear you good. Right. Very good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, back in the good old days, my dad was a policeman. Uh, we grew up in the middle of the uh, state of Washington, and relatives lived over in Seattle, so we would you know, travel to the West on occasion. And he was the only one that uh, that drove. That was a whole other story. My mom was tried to be was tried to be taught by him backing out of a garage on a curved driveway with a fence oh. <laughs> with a stick uh, with a forty seven holes. Well, you know how far that went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not very far. <laughs> but that wasn't the real story that I was thinking about. So this one time when we were in Seattle, uh, this is when we were driving a 50, he had a 54 Olds. You know, everything he had was Olsenbill. First a 47, then a 54, and then a 58 Chromobile. But this time, um, we were driving on the 54 um, Olds, and we come to a stoplight. Now, back in those days, and this was an automatic, guess where reverse was? <laughs> Down at the bottom. <laughs> well, when he would drive the police cars, he had, these were the three in the tree. Okay. You know, so that was the three-speed. And so, um, and of course, a clutch. Well, <laughs> this one time, I, I, I don't know why I would remember this so clearly, but I do. And I'm 77. Well, we came to this one stoplight, and I, I watched it. And he, he took that transmission lever and threw it down, just like he was remembering that he was driving a uh, three-speed. Uh-huh. This is an automatic. Well, what do you think is behind you? Uh-oh. Traffic. Yeah. <laughs> well, he barely, he barely almost hit somebody. Oh, really? That, <laughs> that was so funny. And, and of course, <laughs> that was a wake-up call the first magnitude. Let me ask you one other quick thing. The guy sure. earlier was just talking about the top-tier gas. Now, I got right. an extra knee with that. I don't know if you can hear me from here. I'm on backwards and he claims that there ain't one single thing difference between top tier gas and regular oh they all come out of the same can no or the same tank whatever and and i'm saying to myself well hell that sounds that would be false advertising right yes you know if they and and i says but how can that be that's false advertising i've never used anything but top tier and i use a shell yeah so uh, um, if you were trying to explain to somebody that's so bent over, hard on, you know, they're all the same, what would you tell them? You know, is Nothing. there detergent differences? Or what? I, I actually wouldn't argue with forward? them because some people <laughs> like that. Are t- no, they're just too hard to talk to <laughs> about it. But from what I understand, is they're, as they're filling up the tanker, yeah, is that when they're adding that in? I know at one point they, they are doing it, and I don't know exactly, but I know it's, it's, it's interesting, though. They're putting it in at pretty late in the process i'm not right. really sure but it, there it is would an probably ad. be when they do the tanker and when they're 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 filling it up and they're saying okay we're putting this ad these certain additives in there in that tanker yeah and then you well, know it could be anything it could be at the tanker it could be at the pump at the when they're pouring it in you're you know it's but i mean when they're adding it to the to the truck that's delivering the fuel yeah but they, they could put it into the when they're putting it in the ground in sure. the tank at okay. the sh- at the place at the gas station they could be okay. putting that additive oh, in too yeah so, but uh, yeah, no. Oh, it, wow, uh, I've always wanted to ask that question. Sure, 
yeah. uh, when I call in. And, uh, and there's another guy. He's he's an engineer like me. Uh-huh. He does. He's the same thing as our as our neighbor. He doesn't give a damn about. You know, it's always the cheapest gas. And I'm thinking to myself, well, there's got to be some reason, some difference, and it's got to be detergents, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're gonna you're gonna have an engine that's gonna stay a little bit cleaner, a little bit longer. And sure. as far as I'm concerned, I'm worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could tell you this. My wife, um, she goes to these places that she shouldn't, and we got in her car and we we're backing up, and it was running really bad. And I said, where'd you get gas? And she told me, and I said, well, don't do that. She goes, well, it doesn't make a difference. It's cheap. I said, yes, it does make a difference. And so I told her, don't fill up next time. Let me fill up. And so I filled it up. And and I said, we got to wait a little bit and let the gas get all the way through, you know, because it's in the line still and everything else. And it was about a couple weeks later, we changed the gas and stuff. Or, you know, she ran through and I filled it up and everything. And it didn't do it. When she when we pulled out, it would run really really rough, and t- okay. it was a little bit harder. You, you can tell that something yeah. wasn't right, and she's like, "I can't yeah. believe the difference." Yes. Yeah. She goes, "You're right. I didn't see that." Yeah. So there is a difference. There is a total well, difference. I, see, to me, see, I've never seen an issue where you know I've I would use you know a non top tier and see problems I've, because I've never put myself in that. Sure. situation but yet but yet but here's the other thing too it's interesting so if i go to king super and shop and periodically you're going to get a king super discount right when you go to shell yeah. on some of the stations well okay. hell <laughs> that's a no-brainer right yeah. there yeah, good, okay here's the other tough here's the other funny thing i saw on the way what's the difference in the price of fuel of uh diesel versus regular right now <laughs> there ain't none yeah. it's zero difference Zero. It's three twenty nine and three twenty nine. Yep. Wow. What's going on, folks? What's yeah. going right. on? <laughs> it's marketing. Right. Well, that's all I got. All right, all right. George. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um Okay. Dave, we're gonna go ahead and start. What what question do you got? Well, uh I I have a, a question on having a problem on a pickup. Uh it's a 2004 Dodge diesel, three-quarter ton. And every time in the hot weather when you drive it to the store and come out of the store, it will not run. It's, it's like the old vapor lock uh, thing. Hmm. And I've spent quite a bit of money in, in actually a couple of shops uh, 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 trying to take care of that. And it it's never changes. It, it's always doing it. Uh, and uh, getting a little tired of it. I, I'm just looking for some ideas, I guess. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat uh, mechanical, but uh, looking for ideas. Can I, can I ask you, have you tried um, um, Extreme Auto Repair and Parker to look at that? Uh, who? Extreme Auto Extreme? Repair and Parker. Oh, uh, no, but I, I use them for all my other uh, stuff. I because got I, I got to tell you, they have the Dodge Diesel Tool. And they can plug into that to see what's going on, and they also have a really good Dodge technicians. They got a guy well, that knows the diesels really well. There. Okay. Uh, well, and that's kind of what they said at the other places too. But uh, no, I I'll stand behind these guys. I was the one who hired them, and <laughs> I owned that shop and sold it a couple of years ago. But I know uh, they're still there, 
And Chris uh, is really good on the Dodge diesels. He knows those really, really well. Okay, okay. Uh, but any ideas? Uh, um, it could be. There's so many things it could be because it could be in the things. Well, why don't you hang on and we'll take a break and we'll talk more about this because we got to go to a hard break. So um, hang on. Don't Don't hang up. You guys are listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.